you know what time it is. It's Council Roundup here with Trent R. Nelson. And it is a committee of the whole week, which means that we have a lot of discussion, none with audio actualities, but we have uh, many ordinances to explain briefly. Shorter edition, of course, without a city council proper. Committee of the whole meeting still holds rank importance, of course, allowing for the members of the Horseshoe to discuss and debate a bit more freely and openly all of the matters which are most important to the community. What are some of those that Ward 4 Alderman Larry Rockford, acting as the chair for this event, along with Ward 5 Alderwoman Lakeisha Purchase and her role as vice chair for this meeting. What did they get to for this session of the City Council, of the Council of the Whole? Well, we'll get to those ordinances and resolutions which remain tabled or in this Committee of the Whole. 2023-430 through 2023-432 as well as 2023-443 are all remaining tabled or in committee Three of those were requested by Ward 2 Alderman Sean Gregory. As we heard last time on our full council roundup, these remain where they are as a result of the internal discussions between the Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity and the Springfield Police Department. 2023-443 is another ordinance that we have brought up several times on the Council Roundup, whether it be the traditional Council Roundup or Council Roundup interviews, which we had last week with Alderwoman Jennifer Notriano, concerning another grapple truck to enter the grapple fleet for the Office of Public Works so that the city can be maintained at a more adequate rate, and so that when one of the other grapple trucks in the fleet requires maintenance, we won't be down one. Seems reasonable. And that concludes those ordinances which remain tabled or in committee. We will keep you abreast of the situation concerning these bills with each successive council roundup. Now, the ordinances for committee consideration, well, they're vast and they span out across, of course, the entire city. We do not have the time to go over each one individually. You forgive me for skipping various authorizations for titles and other more minor innovations. But don't worry, we're going to get to the ones that really have a bit of meat on them to sink our teeth into. 2023-497 through 2023-499 are all ordinances authorizing payment, bid, or purchase of various soft and hard pieces of infrastructure. More precisely, soft and hardware for the city of Springfield. In the case of 2023-498, it is authorizing payment to Dell Marketing LP for Microsoft Software Assurance Maintenance in an amount just exceeding $70,000. And $499 is authorizing the purchase of Cisco Smart Net Support Maintenance for the core infrastructure equipment from Presidio Network Solutions, LLC, from a state contract in an amount just below $75,000. Both of those are for the Office of Public Utilities, as is 
23497, which is an ordinance accepting bids and authorizing contracts concerning a technological innovation for the Information Systems Division of the city's government. 2023 500 and 501 are also city innovations dealing more in hard infrastructure than in soft, as previously was noted. 500 deals with Hanson Professional Services Incorporated, a company you might be familiar with as they are based in Springfield and also are a partner that was confirmed last city council meeting in the request for qualifications and request for proposal concerning Dalman units 31, 32, and 33, as well as the precipitator and chimney, as we heard last time on Council Roundup. That Dalman set of units is set to be phased out, deconstructed. Hanson Professional Services Incorporated is helping with that process of searching and facilitation. In other words, they are currently on the hunt for companies, locally or otherwise, who can offer both qualifications for the project as well as a sound, responsible, ecologically, economically reasonable proposal. But as it concerns 2023-500, the ordinance which was discussed would be set to approve an agreement in an amount not to exceed $99,600 for engineering design services in order to relocate a transmission water main in relation to the railroad consolidation project that is currently ongoing across the community. We know how important a railroad consolidation project is for the city and its future, but you got to break a few eggs to make an omelet, as has been famously noted. Relocation of a transmission water main simply a small price to pay to ensure a more effective and more properly organized city. 2023-501 authorizes an expenditure in the amount of $196,928 for the 2023 Helping Homes Energy Efficiency Renovation Improvement Program. Now, for those among us who do not know what the Helping Homes Program does, well, look no further than your neighborhood council roundup host to help. The Helping Homes program specializes, of course, in home weatherization and energy efficiency and is designed to help qualifying low-income electric customers reduce their energy costs by installing energy-saving retrofits in their homes. It is simply major news for those within the community who do have older homes, do have homes that might be a bit drafty, might have some older appliances. The Helping Homes Energy Efficiency Renovation Improvement Program is one that looks to aid customers in protecting themselves from the harsh winter elements, as well as their home, of course, allowing either to be negatively affected, ultimately negatively affects our bank accounts, as well as our lives. And so it is very important, keep your eyes and ears peeled as it concerns this program moving forward. Now, we said that this would be a shorter council roundup with Trent R. Nelson, simply because this is a council of the whole meeting that we're covering. We will not attempt to explain each older person's position. You'll have to catch that during the next council roundup, or perhaps even during council roundup interviews. But we can mention before we go, 2023-537. Now, what is 2023-537, you might ask? 
Well, it falls into the category of general city business, and it in fact was the last bit of general city business listed. 2023-537, an ordinance authorizing a supplemental appropriation in the amount of $4,646,847 from the unappropriated funds balance to pay eligible expenses for costs associated with the Legacy Sports Park Redevelopment Agreement. Sounds expensive. Yet, expenses are but investments when they are personal. They are investments in our own lives, whether that be good, bad, or Otherwise, and when it is our government, it is in the investment of us all, ideally. But 2023-537 was not good enough for the involved individuals, older persons at play. And so an ordinance authorizing a supplemental appropriation in the amount of $4,646,847 from the unappropriated funds balance to pay eligible expenses for costs associated with the Legacy Sports Park Redevelopment Agreement needed a proposed amendment. Basically, the city of Springfield is looking to allocate the aforementioned funds from the unappropriated fund balance to assist where appropriate and previously authorized, the development of the Legacy Sports Park, otherwise known as Shields, to the tune of just over $4.5 million. Now, I know what you're thinking to yourself. Why do local governments subsidize businesses to get them to come to their location to make money? We see it all the time, not simply in Springfield, but across many states and communities. Well, it is how it certainly works across the country and across much of the world. The economic benefits of investing money into bringing companies to a location is seen as a boon for producing jobs, while in many cases, the tax dollars from the companies are simply forgotten or left out of the equation. As it regards the total economic development and progression of an area. So that is to say that oftentimes the consumption of working individuals and what that provides a community overshadows the potential tax money that might be collected immediately from corporations or companies. Many times there might be a deferral or a break or something to that degree as part of the negotiations concerning the innovation. Something's got to give, as is otherwise sometimes noted. Everyone is excited for the redevelopment of the sports park in the Legacy Point area. This funding simply helps to ensure that the city is playing one of its many vital roles, this being previously agreed to, would simply be the actuation of this portion of the funding of the endeavor. We've already heard previously from the likes of Ryan McCready and many others on a few of our other programs, the positive benefits of the Shields Sports Park over at Legacy Point, how other businesses have worked alongside the city as well as Shields in order to help facilitate this innovation. We know that it's set to attract a great number of 
local teams and aspiring individuals and their families to play, to train, to function at when it eventually does open. Ground was first broken just a few weeks ago. So this is just all a part of the business, folks. You want a sports park? Stuff has to be paid for one way or another. And you know what that music means. Council Roundup here with Trent R. Nelson. And this was our Committee of the Whole Meeting episode. And what a wonderful episode it's been. Now, you come back next week, we'll have a bit more context as to everything we just discussed. The City Council will be returning for their normal meetings. And we'll see where some of these ordinances go. And of course, you can catch Council Roundup anytime at WMAY.com with new episodes and analysis released each Wednesday at 5 p.m. You don't want to miss that. Council Roundup interviews released on Fridays when we have them. Always a pleasure to hang out with you. Always a pleasure to talk City Council. And for Trent R. Nelson, this is the Council Roundup. Have a wonderful week, and we'll catch you next time. 